Thank <laughs> you. 
tuned to 91.7 WHUS Stores. My name's Joel Crutt. This is Pushing the Envelope Music Decidedly Left of Center, featuring the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music. We open today's festivities with music from the Zelana duo Ana Garcia Caraballos on saxophone and Alexander Davis on bassoon. That name may sound familiar for those of you who attended the Connecticut Summerfest Contemporary Music Festival held on the campus of Hart School of Music. You would have heard them bringing numerous new compositions. We heard Trappa Tikadu, Sounds of Creation from Guy Mintus. That is a live performance from Connecticut Summerfest. We will be doing a series of interviews with the ensembles involved and some of the uh, faculty facilitators there. Last year was just wonderful and it is my pleasure to be able to help share the news and spread the word. So now it's going to start to get a little weird because there's two people calling in on two phones. Let's bring Alex up first and then we'll see what happens. Alex, can you hear me? Yes. So I can hear you. Ah, very good. One down. One more to go. Yes, and we'll get that in a second here. 
you're going to be doing an odd kind of conversation where you're, you won't be talking directly to each other, but uh -huh. you will be talking to me because I can hear both of you. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, Hopefully we won't be repeating each other. That's all right. I'll steer. Okay. All right. So you guys are back for Connecticut Summerfest for a second time. So, Anna, let me start with you. Why did you decide that was something you wanted to do? Well, last summer, uh, the experience we had at the Connecticut Summer Fest was absolutely fantastic. Uh, we not only got to have more performance experience, get new uh, repertoire uh, written for our ensemble, uh, great pieces, but also we got to really connect with amazing musicians, amazing composers, and amazing people. People that uh, are part of our Solana duo family now, um, especially the three composers we got to work with, Matt, Zach, and Jeffrey. And these uh, amazing human beings have also been part of our first tour that we just uh, had this uh, in March. And thanks to, to them, we were able to put together more performances. They even have, written, have even written some new works. So uh, this is just like a beyond collaboration, uh, beyond like being able to perform at Connecticut Summer Fest. It's just expanding our uh, Selena Duo family, expanding our repertoire and definitely enjoying, keep enjoying chamber music in new ways through these new works. And Alex, do you, you know, sort of springing off of what Anna was saying, um, how do you think, you know, what did you guys, you know, how do you think you expanded, you know, the fact you're coming back you know, some you'll see some of the same people. You'll meet a whole new group of new people. You know, and again, the, the concept of expanding your repertoire—that you know, those kind of pieces just don't, you know, particularly for the bassoon and the saxophone, don't exactly grow on trees. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I mean, we're coming back again for another year, which means we get three whole new pieces to add to our repertoire and the fun thing about this for us is you know we don't know what the pieces are going to be like usually when we as a lot of duo commission a piece we are very hands-on in the process in terms of what we want you know the style or usually the composer what will happen is he'll compose a piece or show composes a piece and they'll give it to us and we'll give feedback as to what we like what we don't like what we want more of but in this circumstance, you know, it's kind of blind. It's like going on a blind date. Mm -hmm. You show up, you get, you meet the piece, and you have to uh, make it play well, whether you like it or not. And we've been so lucky to have loved the three pieces that were composed for us from the last residency and actually have played it a bunch this past year in addition to our very own commission. On top of that, the festival is wonderful because as emerging artists, you know, budgeting is always going to be an issue when it comes to commissioning because nobody should honestly be just writing a piece for free. Right. Just like we shouldn't be performing for free mm -hmm. because, you know, it's work. At the end of the day, we love doing it and it's our passion, but it's still work and it's time. 
So being able to have these three pieces put into a repertoire, expanding it without having to uh, uh, pay, you know, it's just, it, it works out very well. And the communication and, and meeting new composers as well. Uh, it, it, it's great. And one of the composers that we are assigned to this year, we actually knew from last year, Dalton. So it's going to be fun to see what he does with our duo, knowing us. Yes. Yep. Uh, from last year. So we're excited. We're very excited. Anna, um, Alex was just talking about the idea that um, walking into some of these new pieces is sort of like going on a blind date. You don't know exactly what you're going to get and whether, you know, not in some cases not having met before, but working with a piece sort of blind and making it fit. And he was saying about how in the case for last year, how the pieces really gelled and worked well and there wasn't any sense of, I guess, conflict or dissonance, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, hypothetically, I'm just curious, what do you think if you got a piece that maybe wasn't the best match in the world? How, how do you think you would approach that? Well, I think that in the end, um, music is music, and um, the the ability to um, make music be alive is understanding it. So, this festival really provides you with the great opportunities to work so close with the composers that even if you got a piece that you thought, oh, this is really something that doesn't connect with us we don't really maybe understand it very well uh going through those days of working with the composers they really bring you also into their music so it's it's a way that i think it will always work in a way it could always be a piece that maybe you will program in different concerts different ways but i think uh being able to work with these composers they've really bring you into their ideas in, in, the head, in their heads uh, that they used to, to write these pieces. Um, and sometimes they make you uh, have a completely different perspective than when you maybe approach the piece by yourself or even just the duo by, uh, by ourselves. Um, that's how you discover their music. That's, that's how you uh, discover new uh, ways and new skills of the ensemble too. Um, and and it's a, it's a teamwork in the end. So um, I think that uh, there will be such a, a piece that wouldn't work at all. I think it would be something of different styles or something that will match the assembly in different ways, but always will be something positive and something that will make the ensemble grow musically, artistically, uh, and that for sure will make a discovery in, in many ways. Very good. So basically there's no downside, even if... Exactly. Know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, what was I going to... So in the year since uh, we've last spoken, what have you guys been doing? Uh, Anna, you can go first. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, well, we've been doing uh, a few exciting things. Uh, in the fall, we started collaborating with this new company, which uh, is called Avant Projects. 
Um, and the head of it is Daniel McBrien, oboist and Greek composer. And this company mixes uh, um, three types of art. It's an interdisciplinary project uh, that uh, uses music, film, and dance. So we were, um, uh, Daniel wrote this, this piece for us, an arrangement of, of, um, of uh, the story of Carmen, a little bit uh, changed, a little bit uh, developed, and based on also the music of the opera Carmen with some variations and made it for, for bassoon and saxophone. We recorded the piece and then we made the film uh, uh, live with, with the dancers. So it was a really, really interesting project for us, uh, which it will be released very soon and we can wait to, to see the final results. And, and then we've been up to also, like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, we program our first tour uh, that just happened in March in, uh, along the east coast of the United States. Um, we went uh, to Massachusetts in uh, Worcester. We went to Baltimore. We went um, to Hartford again. Uh, also, we did a concert in Brooklyn and some master classes too and lectures along the way in different universities and it was really uh, enriching and really uh, uh, fun for us to, to get to new audiences, to get to new places and kind of uh, broaden our duo and, and, and these horizons that we had so far uh, traveled to. Alex, anything to add there? Did... She covered it, man. I mean, we also <laughs> have been we uh, have two new commissions coming from Jessica Myers, who is known for writing a lot of works that deal with loop pedal. Wow. And so we, yeah, we're really excited about that, especially because it'll give a new meaning to, to the loop pedal because, you know, usually it's one instrument that is looping on top of each other, but we have two in this instance that will be picking up each other's loopings while recording a new loop. So it'll be this very atmospheric, you know, array of the sound and color that we're really excited about. And then we also have a piece we're commissioning from um, Jeffrey Scott from Amani Wynn. Uh, and right now we're in the process of uh, getting with a videographer. It's going to have this video um, background while we're playing, sort of like Anna and, ours and I, our relationship throughout the day, you know, we're just being ourselves and, and 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 so we're excited about that so we're starting those two they we've already been in contact this past year and have been starting to get it going but other than that you know on finishing up her dma at Mahem school of music on finishing up my fellowship with detroit symphony orchestra in june and we're both getting ready to just kind of replace ourselves and uh start up some new stuff that we want to do so it's very exciting that's excellent. You guys have kept busy in the past year. Well, between, you know, an internship, um, getting a doctorate, that certainly takes up a little time. <laughs> and, and, yes. and at the same time, trying to, uh, you know, keep forward momentum on the ensemble aspect of things and, you know, keeping the dollars and cents together and time and all that. Give you guys yeah. a lot give you guys a lot of credit. <laughs> Thanks. Um so we open today with um 
the Guy Mintus piece you guys played uh, last year, the Trappa Tikadu. Yes. Yeah, because I absolutely adored that piece, and um, <laughs> you're welcome. And all the, uh, just for the audience to know that they can look at videos of the Zelana duo's uh, complete set um, of uh, performances. Uh, let's see. Let's make sure. It's ctsummerfest.org. And look under media, and there's all kinds of cool stuff. Did we miss anything, guys? Um, I just don't know if uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if Alex mentioned something about upcoming exciting projects that we have this summer, too, apart from uh, Connecticut Summer Fest. Uh, no. Oh. All right. So maybe <laughs> just some heads up. Because we're really excited that uh, we'll be in the residency at Hartford, but also at the residency with the Money Wins, uh, wow. our dear, dear um, um, inspiration as an ensemble to uh, mentors. And then uh, something very, uh, very fun for us that we're going to Spain. <laughs> wow. We're going to the International Double Roots Society in August that is taking place in Granada, the south of Spain. And we are also planning a tour around different cities and different regions of the Spanish country. So just uh, be on the lookout and stay tuned because we'll have some updates about that very soon. Excellent. Must be nice to have the opportunity to play at home. Yes. <laughs> We're very excited. Uh, have a Lots of people there that thanks to also Connecticut Summer First, the live streaming that they do of the concerts, they have been able to, to follow us. And now they can't wait to really meet the duo and hear the ensemble live. Oh, that's very exciting. That and the Amani wins. Could you guys speak briefly about who the Amani wins are? Because they've been around a while and definitely in the woodwind community certainly hold a place of honor and how did you guys get involved with them uh, i can speak for that for sure go f go for it hey yeah so Anna and i both were participants at the amani winds chamber music festival and first off amani winds is one of the only full-time woodwind quintets that exist today and they start out as a quintet of um, all musicians of color. And then they added Mark, the clarinetist, who's fantastic. And they've just been growing their base since. And so Anna and I, we both, like I said, were participants, but we didn't overlap. I did the very first two years of the Money Wins Tamar Music Festival, and Anna did the consecutive two years after. And so when I first moved to New York City after, in the middle of my grad school, you know, I was very excited because I was like, I'm in the city. I saw that Amani Wins was playing a concert. And I was like, finally, now I can go see a concert. You know, I'm living here. I can just go mm -hmm. leisurely and see them whenever because, you know, that's their home base. And so it just happened that Anna had also showed up at that very concert. <laughs> and so as the, it's funny. But as the concert ended, you know, I wanted to say hi to them because it had been like a year and a half since I had saw them from the last festival I did. And I wanted to be like, hey, guys, I'm in the city. <laughs> and then uh, Anna was standing right next to me. And all of a sudden, Valerie looked at both of us. And she was like, oh, my gosh. She was like, 
Alex, Anna. She's like, did, did you guys ever meet? Do you guys know each other? And, and I was like, oh, no, I, we didn't do the festival at the same time. And she was like, really? She was like, you don't understand. She's like, I've been wanting you two to meet so badly. She's like, this is perfect. And then she just kept grabbing everyone. She was like, Monica, Monica, who's the best in this? She's like, come here. Don't you think they need to work together? And Monica was like, oh, yeah, that would be dope. You guys have to get together. And then we were like, okay. Like, and I didn't know what instrument Anna played. And Anna didn't know what instrument I played. And Valerie just was like, very simply, she was like, listen, if you guys play together, I will write you a piece. And wow. Anna and I were just like really taken back. We were like, what? Like, you know, it was like, I hadn't seen them in a year and a half. And Anna, she had some, she stayed connected because uh, she was still in the city and she's really good friends of all of them. And, and so am I. But it was just like, you know, I was an undergrad and I was all the way in upstate New York and not New York City. So keeping contact is just via email, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so when that happened, Anna and I exchanged numbers. And from right then and there, Anna were like, okay, let's meet and see what we can do. And then I believe we met literally that weekend. And then I was like, so what do you play? <laughs> I was like, thanks, Anna. I was like, oh. I was like, I play bassoon. And we were kind of like, oh, that's weird. Did Valerie mean that? <laughs> you know? And then after that, it just—it's just been an awesome and amazing journey, and we owe that so much to Valerie Coleman and the money wins for really influencing us to continue and, this, and to have this creative drive that I think sparks from our background and also from being participants at that music festival. Anna, Alex just told the story of how you guys both went to the same concert, sort of the synchronicity ah. and the synchronicity of how you guys met. You were standing next to each other, but without knowing who each other were, or what the relationship to Imani Wins was. Yes. I mean, that's a fascinating story. Yeah, it was uh, quite, quite special. Um, yeah, sometimes in life, uh, things come that way when the least you expect them where, mm -hmm. and, and the places and the situations that you never think they're going to happen. Not <laughs> only sometimes those are the best. <laughs> yep, and not only that, but the, the idea that the folks in Imani hmm. were also sort of all geared up for you guys to meet. And yes. It just... Oh, it was so funny. Especially like Valerie literally... Kuman. She, she had, uh, <laughs> she's just a woman of visions, I think, uh, not only for our ensemble, but for so many other uh, many other ensembles too. And she definitely was uh, our big, big uh, inspiration and impulse uh, in making this project uh, start up and happen. That's excellent. Yeah, I mean, if I can be honest, it, it was quite hilarious because Valerie just kept grabbing each member. She'd be like, Monica, don't you think these two should work together? And she was like, yeah. And then she's like, Jeff, don't you think these two need to work together? And they were like, yes. And then she was like, Miriam, don't you think these two? It was just like, was like a continuous, like, do it, do it, do it. From like each one of them. And then Miriam reaching out being like, oh yeah, we wanted to actually ask you two to help work for the festival. So uh, yeah, so Honor and I have been part of the festival working since we uh, were participants basically. Anna, you may have just figured out that I realized if I turned off my microphone while somebody else was talking that you could actually hear what was going on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, all, all 10 seconds of it. Okay. Uh, so I think 
our work here is done. The Zolana duo will be playing two different concerts. The uh, Connecticut Summerfest this year is June 14th to 20th. 